Drop the knife now. Drop it. As a Walmart employee, I would say the job was not too hard for me. However, the late night customers were often not easy to deal with, and I met one on my very first time working the night shift. It was a summer evening. I was walking around the stalls, rearranging the items on the shelves. Suddenly, I saw a suspicious woman. She was wearing a huge travel backpack on her shoulder and looking around surreptitiously. It was odd that she just stood there for 15 minutes without buying anything. I felt rather strange, but didn't dare to question or get in trouble on my first day on duty. So I went to the clothing store and rearranged the items there. Martha, a customer at the frozen meat counter needs help. Get there now. That was Jonathan, the store manager, observing my job over the radio. Copy that. I said back and quickly moved toward there. Surprisingly, the one who needed assistance was the suspicious woman I met earlier. When she saw me approaching, she suddenly left. How strange! What exactly is she looking for? I frowned slightly and thought to myself. Anyways, I still followed her. As she approached the knife counter, I decided to stop her. Madam, what are you looking for? My sudden question startled the woman. She immediately turned to look at me, giving me a forced smile. I was looking for bread. Bread? Hasn't she gone back and forth to the bakery a few times? Bread is over there, in the dairy section. I felt odd, but smiled and showed her the direction. Instead of saying thanks, she grimaced and left in anger as if I had just done something very rude. Suddenly, just a few aisles away from where I stood, a high-pitched scream rang out. I hurriedly ran over to find that a creepy woman was holding a camp knife and swinging around to scare everyone. She even almost injured a guest. Jonathan, we're having a problem. Please come over here. I said over the radio and quickly dialed nine one one. The woman was still standing there. Her head began to twitch with bloodshot eyes. Her mouth was watering, and she was puffing quite hard. Ma'am, please put the knife down. I tried to say in a calm voice, but that woman did not listen. She was still very fierce, her hand firmly grasping the knife. Ma'am, I repeated. Shut up! The woman shouted, pointing the knife at me. I was so terrified I stepped backward. At that moment. I noticed she kept scratching her neck as she held the knife forward. No one dared to get even one step toward the madwoman. My baby! Another woman spoke up. She seemed to be scared to death. The baby carriage was only two meters away from the crazy woman. Everyone was so petrified. But then the most unexpected thing happened. The baby in the carriage began to cry intensely. Shut up! Shut up! The creepy woman clutched her head and screamed. Then she turned around to see where the crying was coming from. The knife stuck down the item on the counter. Fortunately, Jonathan was able to rush out to push the carriage away and avoid the blade. The woman still seemed angry. She stared at Jonathan with bloodshot eyes. 
The police are coming! I shouted. The woman turned to look at me. As soon as I said that, I trembled in fear and stepped back. The woman with a creepy smile walked towards me. My whole body stiffened, and I couldn't move. Police here! Put down your weapons! The police officer promptly appeared and shouted. The woman stopped and raised her head. She was still breathing heavily, looking madly at the police officer. Put the knife down! He repeated. The woman remained silent. Her eyes turned to look at me. I was so scared that she would aim it at me. I said, put the knife down. The officer said it again. I could see how hard he was trying to stay calm. The insane woman appeared defiant, clutching the knife firmly in her hand. She rushed towards me while raising the knife above her head. The woman fell to the ground, her whole body convulsing, her eyes widening from the electric shock. The officer quickly ran over with the help of several other guests, handcuffing her. I sat on the ground to stare at the madwoman who was taken away. My heart was pounding violently in my chest. After that unpleasant encounter, I became more alert. Whenever I saw a woman with a backpack on her back, the memories of that horrible night just flooded back again. Hi everyone, it's Alexa, and this is my daily makeup look. Do you like the Hooters work uniform? If so, let me know in the comments! I have to admit, I'm lucky enough to have a good look. Thanks to this body, I can work at Hooters while making videos on TikTok to pay for my studies and daily expenses. As usual, I arrived at the Hooters restaurant at 16.30 to prepare for my shift. Recently, the media has been reporting on the unexplained disappearances of Hooters girls. Therefore, I avoid working the night shift for the sake of my safety. However, it's Saturday night and there's a girl off unexpectedly, so I have to take her place. Come on, Alexa, cheer up. Let's get a thousand dollars tonight. I talk to myself and start my work. I was so busy that I forgot about the missings. I run back and forth to ride orders, carry things, clean, and sometimes even take <laughs> photos with customers. Saturday night, huh? A beer for me, please. For your information, in Hooters, polite men who simply want to enjoy a drink like this are extremely rare. He introduces himself as Adam. I'm used to being stared at every part of my body. But today, the man sitting in the corner made me extremely uncomfortable. It's been half an hour, but he hasn't ordered anything. I happily pour beer for Adam and walk over to the old man's table while his eyes stuck on my chest. Sir? It's an old man about 50 years old. He wears filthy clothes and has a perverted look in his eyes. Even worse, he couldn't even close his mouth drooling profusely while his eyes stuck on my chest. Sir? I call a few times, but he doesn't answer. Instead, his eyes keep staring at me as if he wants to eat me alive. Annoyed, I give up and go back to my counter. I know I should tell my manager, but first I have to stream a video on TikTok as promised. Hello guys, as promised, let's count the tips with me. The thick pile of money makes me feel a bit better. Okay, first hundred dollars from a handsome guy sitting right across from the bar. 
Another $50 bill at table 3. Another $50. Only $10 from table 8. Can you believe it? Why is that man so cheap? But that's not the worst bad luck in the evening. Then I turned the phone to the corner of the shop where the old man was sitting. Guys, he's been sitting here for an hour and hasn't ordered anything. He's just staring at me. If you don't have money, then don't go to a restaurant. As soon as I finish speaking, comments pop up. My followers are so kind. I get startled when I make eye contact with him. I hurriedly put my phone away and pretend nothing happened. Even from a distance, I could clearly see the anger on his face. Is that really the kidnapper on TV? No wonder why he is angry when I film him like that. God, I have to tell the manager. Hey, is something wrong? My thoughts are interrupted by Adam, the handsome guy, but my mind and attention are on the old man in the corner of the shop. In the distance, I see him slowly getting up and walking towards me. My heart rate increases with each step he takes. Sir, how can I help you? I try to keep myself calm and professional. Ah! You rat! How dare you kill me! He slapped me, hard! My whole body trembles with pain and fear, but he doesn't care. Right after that, he grabs my neck and screams. Where is that video? Delete it! Delete it! Another punch lands on me, then two, three more. Due to the shock, I can't even open my mouth to cry for help. My whole body gets numb and bleeding. Everyone gets up to film the scuffle, but no one stops the old man. Another fist is being raised, and I can do nothing but close my eyes. But a few seconds later, nothing happens. What are you doing? Let me go! Slowly opening my eyes, I see the old man being held by Adam. And like a hero, he pushes the old man to the floor. And that really works. He quickly runs away after throwing out a sentence that makes me shiver. Don't let me catch you. Because of the shuffle, the Hooters restaurant is closed earlier than usual. For fear of the perverted old man stalking me, Adam suggests that I should not go home alone. When the car has been running for a while, I ask him, Uh, do you have any plans for tonight? What do you mean? Adam asks thoughtfully. I replied, Oh, I mean, what are you going to do after taking me home? But then, the smile on Adam's face changes. Who says I will take you home? I also think Adam has a crush on me, but I don't think he intends to go that far. But then, Adam seems angry and breaks the silence. Damn, old man, you hurt my goods. He then turns around with a sinister smile. But don't worry. After I kill you, I will clean you to bring back the good looking. <laughs> It happened in summer, several years ago. That day, I discovered a painting titled Mrs. Night Friend while cleaning Lily's room. It was about Lily and a woman with extremely scary bloodshot eyes looked, surrounded by red-orange-yellow spots that looked like fire. The problem was that I had never heard of any friends from her before. I asked Lily about her new friend right at dinner. Lily happily showed me the picture. I asked her name. 
Mrs. Knight, look here. She looked over and pointed to the name in the corner of the picture. I asked her about the red eyes. Because they were burned, Mommy. Lily said innocently as she finished her dinner. The answer creeped me out, <gasps> but I just simply thought that she had a good imagination. So I can meet your friends? I looked at her tenderly. She suddenly froze. Her face turned darkened. She stared at me with her big, beautiful eyes. Do you really want to see her? My heart suddenly pounded, and I nodded slightly. Let me ask her first. She finished her words and left the dining room. Since then, I felt the paranormal things happening in the house. For example, the sound of footsteps walking upstairs, or the crunching from the kitchen. But every time I went to check, I just found nothing. I thought it was some strange animal entering, because there were actually many trees and bushes out surrounding our house. That night, I brought some fruit to Lily's room. Then I heard her whispering to someone. There was a loud bang when I was about to knock on the door. I panicked and quickly turned the doorknob, but it was locked from the inside. I banged on the door, panicking, calling out, Lily, Lily, what's happening? Open the door! After a while, Lily opened the door. I looked inside but didn't find anything suspicious. Lily just stood there, bewildered, and looked at me. I asked her what happened. She said with a frown, Mrs. Knight, she doesn't want to see you, Mom. Then her gaze gradually shifted in another direction. Looking at her dirty hands, I guessed that she was just trying to distract me from punishing her. I sighed, took her to the bathroom to wash her hand and face while warning her from playing with dirt before going to bed ever again. I finished taking out the trash, then came inside. That was when I saw Lily standing on the edge of the stairs. What was weird was that Lily was blindfolded, and she looked like she was going to fall. I worriedly yelled, which startled her. She took off her blindfold and smiled at me. She told me that she was playing hide-and-seek with Mrs. Knight, and asked me to join her, and promised to let me meet her mysterious friend. Now we hide, and you seek, okay? She said, handing me the blindfold. I put it on, then counted from one to ten. The sound of pounding footsteps faded away. After that, I left my spot, starting to find her. I guessed that she was hiding in the closet, so I went there to find her. I called her name, then I heard applause from her bedroom as a response. I followed the wall, opened the door, and walked in. Boo! I opened the closet, but it was completely silent inside. The sound of clapping by my ears made me jump. My heart suddenly beat so fast. Mommy! Lily called me. I quickly took off my blindfold and ran towards her. Why don't you go find me? She looked at me reproachfully. I thought you were hiding in the closet. I explained. So you found Mrs. Knight? She seemed surprised. I was a little startled, but before I could react, she pulled me and said, This time, Mrs. Knight will find. We must hide carefully. After she finished talking, she giggled, and while counting, she pulled me out of the room. I hid in the kitchen and waited anxiously, but still no one came looking for me, only the sound of footsteps outside the living room. 
It was Lily's voiceless scream. I quickly jumped out. The scene in front of my eyes terrified me. A tall person was carrying Lily on her shoulder. I realized it was Mrs. Knight in Lily's picture. My daughter screamed and struggled. I panicked. Without thinking much, I pushed the woman down. Only then did I see her face. I was terrified. Her face was full of crimson scars that huddled together. Especially her eyes were red, and her lips were mixed with the scars, revealing only a wheezing hole. She went crazy, pushed me down to the floor, and rushed to strangle me. Lily stood beside her, begging, but she squeezed even tighter. I struggled and grabbed a hard object on the floor, quickly hitting the woman on her head. When she stepped back, I hugged Lily and ran into the small storage room, locking the door. The woman screamed and banged on the door repeatedly. I was afraid to hug Lily in my arms, trembling to dial 911. The woman couldn't open the door, so she left. Before I could breathe in relief, I smelled gasoline, then burning. Smoke began to pour in from the outside. Soon, the room was filled with smoke. I tried to hug Lily tightly, hoping she wouldn't breathe in the smoke. (laughs) I could feel myself fading away. At the same time, I heard police sirens outside. Mrs. Knight was arrested while holding a gas can. Turns out it was a man with a mental illness. He used to be the owner of the house. Mrs. Knight had a five-year-old child and loved her very much. But after discovering that she wasn't his, but his wife and her lover, he went mad and set the house on fire. The fire killed his wife and daughter and burned his entire face. According to the police, he had been living in our house for a month. I shuddered to discover that it was around the time when we moved in Then I recalled the memory of the woman, the sparks of fire in Lily's painting, and the name Mrs. Nightfriend, and I suddenly realized that day was the same day when he set the fire a few years ago. Drop the knife now! Drop it. As a Walmart employee, I would say the job was not too hard for me. However, the late-night customers were often not easy to deal with. And I met one on my very first time working the night shift. It was a summer evening. I was walking around the stalls, rearranging the items on the shelves. Suddenly, I saw a suspicious woman... She was wearing a huge travel backpack on her shoulder and looking around surreptitiously. It was odd that she just stood there for 15 minutes without buying anything. I felt rather strange but didn't dare to question or get in trouble on my first day on duty. So I went to the clothing store and rearranged the items there. Martha, a customer at the frozen meat counter needs help. 
Get there now. That was Jonathan, the store manager, observing my job over the radio. Copy that. I said back and quickly moved toward there. Surprisingly, the one who needed assistance was the suspicious woman I met earlier. When she saw me approaching, she suddenly left. How strange! What exactly is she looking for? I frowned slightly and thought to myself. Anyways, I still followed her. As she approached the knife counter, I decided to stop her. Madam, <gasps> what are you looking for? My sudden question startled the woman. She immediately turned to look at me, giving me a forced smile. I was looking for bread. Bread? Hasn't she gone back and forth to the bakery a few times? Bread is over there, in the dairy section. I felt odd, but smiled and showed her the direction. Instead of saying thanks, she grimaced and left in anger as if I had just done something very rude. Suddenly, just a few aisles away from where I stood, a high-pitched scream <gasps> rang out. I hurriedly ran over to find that a creepy woman was holding a camp knife and swinging around to scare everyone. She even almost injured a guest. Jonathan, we're having a problem. Please come over here. I said over the radio and quickly dialed nine one one. The woman was still standing there. Her head began to twitch with bloodshot eyes. Her mouth was watering and she was puffing quite hard. Ma'am, please. Put the knife down. I tried to say in a calm voice, but that woman did not listen. She was still very fierce, her hand firmly grasping the knife. Ma'am, I repeated. Shut up! The woman shouted, pointing the knife at me. I was so terrified I stepped backward. At that moment, I noticed she kept scratching her neck as she held the knife forward. No one dared to get even one step toward the mad woman. Another woman spoke up. She seemed to be scared to death. The baby carriage was only two meters away from the crazy woman. Everyone was so petrified. But then the most unexpected thing happened. The baby in the carriage began to cry intensely. Shut up! Shut up! The creepy woman clutched her head and screamed. Then she turned around to see where the crying was coming from. The knife stuck down the item on the counter. Fortunately, Jonathan was able to rush out to push the carriage away and avoid the blade. The woman still seemed angry. She stared at Jonathan with bloodshot eyes. The police are coming! I shouted. The woman turned to look at me. As soon as I said that, I trembled in fear and stepped back. The woman with a creepy smile walked towards me. My whole body stiffened, and I couldn't move. Police here! Put down your weapons! The police officer promptly appeared and shouted. The woman stopped and raised her head. She was still breathing heavily, looking madly at the police officer. Put the knife down! He repeated. The woman remained silent. Her eyes turned to look at me. I was so scared that she would aim it at me. I said, "Put the knife down." The officer said it again. I could see how hard he was trying to stay calm. 
The insane woman appeared defiant, clutching the knife firmly in her hand. She rushed towards me while raising the knife above her head. The woman fell to the ground, her whole body convulsing, her eyes widening from the electric shock. The officer quickly ran over with the help of several other guests, handcuffing her. I sat on the ground to stare at the madwoman who was taken away. My heart was pounding violently in my chest. After that unpleasant encounter, I became more alert. Whenever I saw a woman with a backpack on her back, the memories of that horrible night just flooded back again. It's Alexa, and this is my daily makeup look. Do you like the Hooters work uniform? If so, let me know in the comments. I have to admit, I'm lucky enough to have a good look. Thanks to this body, I can work at Hooters while making videos on TikTok to pay for my studies and daily expenses. As usual, I arrived at the Hooters restaurant at 16.30 to prepare for my shift. Recently, the media has been reporting on the unexplained disappearances of Hooters girls. Therefore, I avoid working the night shift for the sake of my safety. However, it's Saturday night and there's a girl off unexpectedly, so I have to take her place. Come on, Alexa, cheer up. Let's get a thousand dollars tonight. I talk to myself and start my work. I was so busy that I forgot about the missings. I run back and forth to ride orders, carry things, clean, and sometimes even take <laughs> photos with customers. Saturday night, huh? A beer for me, please. For your information, in Hooters, polite men who simply want to enjoy a drink like this are extremely rare. He introduces himself as Adam. I'm used to being stared at every part of my body, but today the man sitting in the corner made me extremely uncomfortable. It's been half an hour, but he hasn't ordered anything. I happily pour beer for Adam and walk over to the old man's table while his eyes stuck on my chest. Sir? It's an old man about 50 years old. He wears filthy clothes and has a perverted look in his eyes. Even worse, he couldn't even close his mouth, drooling profusely while his eyes stuck on my chest. Sir? I call a few times, but he doesn't answer. Instead, his eyes keep staring at me as if he wants to eat me alive. Annoyed, I give up and go back to my counter. I know I should tell my manager, but first, I have to stream a video on TikTok as promised. Hello, guys. As promised, let's count the tips with me. The thick pile of money makes me feel a bit better. Okay, first hundred dollars from a handsome guy sitting right across from the bar. Another fifty dollar bill at table three. Another fifty dollars. Only ten dollars from table eight. Can you believe it? Why is that man so cheap? But that's not the worst bad luck in the evening. Then I turned the phone to the corner of the shop where the old man was sitting. Guys, he has been sitting here for an hour and hasn't ordered anything. He's just staring at me. If you don't have money, then don't go to a restaurant. As soon as I finish speaking, comments pop up. My followers are so kind. I get startled when I make eye contact with him. I hurriedly put my phone away and pretend nothing happened. 
Even from a distance, I could clearly see the anger on his face. Is that really the kidnapper on TV? No wonder why he is angry when I film him like that. God, I have to tell the manager. Hey, is something wrong? My thoughts are interrupted by Adam, the handsome guy, but my mind and attention are on the old man in the corner of the shop. In the distance, I see him slowly getting up and walking towards me. My heart rate increases with each step he takes. Sir, how can I help you? I try to keep myself calm and professional. Ah! You rat! How dare you film me! He slapped me, hard. My whole body trembles with pain and fear, but he doesn't care. Right after that, he grabs my neck and screams. Where is that video? Delete it! Delete it! Another punch lands on me, then two, three more. Due to the shock, I can't even open my mouth to cry for help. My whole body gets numb and bleeding. Everyone gets up to film the scuffle, but no one stops the old man. Another fist is being raised, and I can do nothing but close my eyes. But a few seconds later, nothing happens. What are you doing? Let me go! Slowly opening my eyes, I see the old man being held by Adam. And like a hero, he pushes the old man to the floor. And that really works. He quickly runs away after throwing out a sentence that makes me shiver. Don't let me catch you. Because of the shuffle, the Hooters restaurant is closed earlier than usual. For fear of the perverted old man stalking me, Adam suggests that I should not go home alone. When the car has been running for a while, I ask him, Uh, do you have any plans for tonight? What do you mean? Adam asks thoughtfully. I replied, Oh, I mean, what are you going to do after taking me home? But then, the smile on Adam's face changes. Who says I will take you home? I also think Adam has a crush on me, but I don't think he intends to go that far. But then, Adam seems angry and breaks the silence. Damn, old man, you hurt my goods. He then turns around with a sinister smile. But don't worry. After I kill you, I will clean you to bring back the good looking. <laughs> it happened in summer several years ago. That day, I discovered a painting titled Mrs. Night Friend while cleaning Lily's room. It was about Lily and a woman with extremely scary bloodshot eyes looked, surrounded by red-orange-yellow spots that looked like fire. The problem was that I had never heard of any friends from her before. I asked Lily about her new friend right at dinner. Lily happily showed me the picture. I asked her name. Mrs. Knight, look here! She looked over and pointed to the name in the corner of the picture. I asked her about the red eyes. Because they were burned, Mommy, Lily said innocently as she finished her dinner. The answer creeped me out, but I just simply thought that she had a good imagination. So I can meet your friends? I looked at her tenderly. She suddenly froze, her face turned darkened. She stared at me with her big, beautiful eyes. Do you really want to see her? My heart suddenly pounded, and I nodded slightly. Let me ask her first. She finished her words and left the dining room. Since then, 
I felt the paranormal things happening in the house. For example, the sound of footsteps walking upstairs, or the crunching from the kitchen. But every time I went to check, I just found nothing. I thought it was some strange animal entering, because there were actually many trees and bushes out surrounding our house. That night, I brought some fruit to Lily's room. Then I heard her whispering to someone. There was a loud bang when I was about to knock on the door. I panicked and quickly turned the doorknob, but it was locked from the inside. I banged on the door, panicking, calling out, Lily, Lily, what's happening? Open the door! After a while, Lily opened the door. I looked inside, but didn't find anything suspicious. Lily just stood there, bewildered, and looked at me. I asked her what happened. She said with a frown, Mrs. Knight, she doesn't want to see you, Mom. Then her gaze gradually shifted in another direction. Looking at her dirty hands, I guessed that she was just trying to distract me from punishing her. I sighed, took her to the bathroom to wash her hand and face while warning her from playing with dirt before going to bed ever again. I finished taking out the trash, then came inside. That was when I saw Lily standing on the edge of the stairs. What was weird was that Lily was blindfolded, and she looked like she was going to fall. I worriedly yelled, which startled her. She took off her blindfold and smiled at me. She told me that she was playing hide-and-seek with Mrs. Knight, and asked me to join her, and promised to let me meet her mysterious friend. Now we hide, and you seek, okay? She said, handing me the blindfold. I put it on, then counted from one to ten. The sound of pounding footsteps faded away. After that, I left my spot, starting to find her. I guessed that she was hiding in the closet, so I went there to find her. I called her name, then I heard applause from her bedroom as a response. I followed the wall, opened the door, and walked in. Boo! I opened the closet, but it was completely silent inside. The sound of clapping by my ears made me jump. My heart suddenly beat so fast. Mommy? Lily called me. I quickly took off my blindfold and ran towards her. Why don't you go find me? She looked at me reproachfully. I thought you were hiding in the closet. I explained. So you found Mrs. Knight? She seemed surprised. I was a little startled, but before I could react, she pulled me and said, This time, Mrs. Knight will find. We must hide carefully. After she finished talking, she giggled, and while counting, she pulled me out of the room. I hid in the kitchen and waited anxiously, but still no one came looking for me, only the sound of footsteps outside the living room. It was Lily's voiceless scream. I quickly jumped out. The scene in front of my eyes terrified me. A tall person was carrying Lily on her shoulder. I realized it was Mrs. Knight in Lily's picture. My daughter screamed and struggled. I panicked. Without thinking much, I pushed the woman down. Only then did I see her face. I was terrified. Her face was full of crimson scars that huddled together. Especially her eyes were red, and her lips were mixed with the scars, revealing only a wheezing hole. 
She went crazy, pushed me down to the floor, and rushed to strangle me. Lily stood beside her, begging, but she squeezed even tighter. I struggled and grabbed a hard object on the floor, quickly hitting the woman on her head. When she stepped back, I hugged Lily and ran into the small storage room, locking the door. The woman screamed and banged on the door repeatedly. I was afraid to hug Lily in my arms, trembling to dial 911. The woman couldn't open the door, so she left. Before I could breathe in relief, I smelled gasoline, then burning. Smoke began to pour in from the outside. Soon the room was filled with smoke. I tried to hug Lily tightly, hoping she wouldn't breathe in the smoke. <laughs> I could feel myself fading away. At the same time, I heard police sirens outside. Mrs. Knight was arrested while holding a gas can. Turns out it was a man with a mental illness. He used to be the owner of the house. Mrs. Knight had a five-year-old child and loved her very much. But after discovering that she wasn't his, but his wife and her lover, he went mad and set the house on fire. The fire killed his wife and daughter and burned his entire face. According to the police, he had been living in our house for a month. I shuddered to discover that it was around the time when we moved in then I recalled the memory of the woman, the sparks of fire in Lily's painting, and the name Mrs. Nightfriend, and I suddenly realized that day was the same day when he set the fire a few years ago.